Pricing and offer strategy is one of the most common topics that come up in coaching sessions and in our mastermind group, the Impact Business Circle. Lately, many of you are wondering if you should be raising your prices, whether that is due to supply costs, building costs, staffing, or the fact that you're probably already undercharging as it is, and you know who you are. But it's okay. It is a tough part of running the show. When you were training in your profession, I'm guessing they probably didn't teach you about profit margins or offer suites, let alone what to do when inflation hits. So today we're going to tackle that and dig into pricing. First, I'm going to give you four things to do before you even consider raising your prices. The second half of the episode will be how to gain more profit margin if you determine that's what you want or need to do. So grab your notebook and let's get started. Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm your host and business coach, Robin Walker. I help small business owners like yourself find more strategy and focus in your business so that you can reach your goals with less distraction and overwhelm. If you're looking for more content on building your business, please subscribe to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast or search for past episodes on our website, womensbusinessworkshop.com. If you're looking for more one-on-one or group camaraderie and support, join us in the Impact Business Circle. Mastermind groups are now forming. It is the support you didn't realize you were missing. You can go to womensbusinessworkshop.com slash impact for more information and to get registered before we have our first quarterly planning call. So I want to preface this episode with my thoughts on female entrepreneurs and business owners and what they charge. Small business owners should be making a living and a good one. Whatever you made doing this skill for someone else's company before you had your own business, you should expect to make at least that and hopefully more. You don't need to be a martyr. You don't have to justify your pricing or profit to anyone. Obviously, we want to run our business with integrity and we do not wanna take advantage of anyone even though we have heard of some larger companies that have been reported to be doing that. But that's not what we do. That's not our style. But if you were making, let's say, 50000 as a masseuse working for a hospital system before owning your own business, there's no reason you can't be earning that same amount as an entrepreneur. My guess, based on all the years I've been working with you guys, is that you're probably undercharging for your industry. That is something that we can determine in a one-on-one session. It's hard to give an overall suggestion on if you should raise your prices or not without knowing your business and your business model more intimately. Let's start with four things that I want you to do before considering raising your prices. So number one, I want you to do your due diligence and make sure you've already optimized your process for efficiency, you've reduced or taken away any unneeded expenses, and you've automated repeatable steps. You've researched alternative suppliers. You've really done everything you can do to reduce expenses and to become more efficient so that you are spending less time working and you have less money going out of your business than coming in. As a word of caution, as you look at your expenses, make sure that any of the expenses you're cutting Do not decrease the quality of your product or service. I think we've all been at the restaurant or gotten a service where all of a sudden we're paying the same amount, but we're getting less or the product isn't as good. 
and we don't want that. We don't want you cutting corners, but sometimes you can find an alternate supplier or you can implement a system that ends up actually saving you money, but does not affect the quality of the product or service that you're delivering. Oh, I should mention, uh, just so that you don't have to be scribbling down all of these questions as we go through them, if you are in the podcast email club, you have an email right now that has this planning sheet that goes along with this episode. So you don't have to be scribbling down all the questions. You might want to still be taking notes on things that I am saying that trigger something uh, or give you some insight or some ideas. If you would like to join the email club so that you can get your planning sheet, just go to womensbusinessworkshop.com slash WBW podcast, and I will have that in the show notes. Back to our list. Number two, I want you to make decisions based on actual numbers and facts. So those of you who are creatives or not a numbers person, you're not going to like this, but I want you to know what your current profit margin is now or how many sessions you need to book each month to break even or to meet your revenue goal. But that way you get a true read on what your profit margin actually is. Compare this with last year's numbers. Maybe nothing has changed, and so the only reason you need to raise prices is because you're undercharging. Or maybe with everything going around, you've questioned your pricing and if you need to raise it, and this will give you a clear indication that your expenses actually haven't gone up or you still have a relatively similar profit margin. So maybe you don't want to raise prices right now. But base it on actual numbers and facts, not what you think, not what's in your head or what you think you remember. Go look at the numbers, my friends. All right, number three, notice your industry pricing. I always say you do not need to price based on your competitors. This is your business. You run the show. You get to choose what you price. You get to create your business model as well, which may be different than your competitors. But I think it's helpful to know if your rates are way above or way below the local competition. You know what you do differently, but your potential customers may not know that what you offer is different than the person down the street who has a lot different pricing. So just knowing what the competition charges, I think is helpful to see if you're way above or way below, because if you're way above, that's great and good for you. Keep it up. Be sure you are educating your audience on the value that you bring to the table so that they understand why it's a higher price and they're happy to pay it for the added value and expertise. That being said, stop giving away any free or reduced price service to people or organizations that can afford to pay you. I always give an exception for your parents or maybe one or two people in your close family, but otherwise, if they can afford to pay you, they should be. I see women give away way too many discounts, and right now, we need to keep a lot of that profit. So it's if it is not a strategic discount that you have a reason you are giving this, you have planned it out ahead of time, and you're not just throwing it out there when you think someone's not going to buy. That is one other way that you can increase your profit margin by double checking who have I been giving free things to and how can I pull that back or let them know gently that from this date forward, this would be the cost for this product or service. All right, number four, consider your target market. So will the change in prices affect who the offer attracts or repels? 
just because they haven't paid that price before, I don't want you to make the decision for them that they aren't going to pay it or they won't. Recently in our group, women are talking about how they were afraid to raise their prices and they did and their clients didn't bat an eye. So don't decide for them that they're not gonna pay that price. But be strategic about the amount that you raise them so that you are not changing your market unless that is the purpose and that's the strategy. So just make sure any changes align with your target market, your marketing, and your business goals. Some of that may need to be tweaked if you're really making a big jump in pricing, and that's okay. Just get some help with the strategy around how you're gonna align the new pricing with your, with your market and your marketing. If it is possible, you might wanna pause here and then go work through those four steps to see if you do need to raise your prices but then make sure you come back to hear how to raise your prices. Pricing can be really overwhelming and I find that a lot of us tend to overthink our pricing and go back and forth and back and forth and then we ask people that aren't really our target market, what would you pay for this? And I want you to avoid that. If you do need help, please let me know. We can do a one-on-one -on -one coaching session all about setting up your pricing or raising your prices and how to do that. But you also can get help in the Impact Business Circle to get that peer feedback on your pricing. And then all Impact Business Circle members do get one free coaching call a quarter. So you get a great deal on your monthly membership, but then you also get that free coaching call where we can work on it. All the links for the Impact Group are in the show notes. If you'd like to take a look, we'd love to have you. Okay, so here are some ideas on if you are going to raise your prices, how you can do that, or how you can find other ways to tweak your offers in order to increase your profit margin. I always suggest warning your regulars if you are going to be raising your prices, giving them transparency that this is going to happen. I think it shows a lot of appreciation for your clients if you give them the opportunity to pre-book sessions or bulk order products at that price before you raise them. You can either just let them know, hey, at this date, the prices are going up to this, or let's say that you have a service-based business where your clients have to book sessions with you. You could let them book out the calendar maybe for three months at the lower rate it's great for you because now you have an, a boost in sales and you have those already set up on your calendar. And it's also a boost to your client because they're getting the discounted rate and they're gonna be able to have those booked ahead of time. Some of you don't wanna do that and that's fine, but I do not suggest just out of the blue raising the prices and not giving the people that have been loyal to you as customers a chance to adjust or prepare for that. The question comes up a lot, should I tell my customers why I'm raising my prices? And I think that depends, of course, on who your clients are and your personality and the type of relationship that you have with your customers. I don't think you need to. I don't think you have to justify uh, raising prices and I don't think you need to give all the nitty gritty details of your business expenses because people will be doing the math trying to think of what your profit is and they're not considering all the things like insurance costs, software expenses, all those subscriptions, all the things they don't see into that price. And so I don't think you need to. And you definitely can share different reasons why you might be raising your prices. I just would be cautious and think those through before you post them. There's been 
a lot of criticism of businesses posting that they can't afford to, let's say, pay their employees a certain amount of money, but yet the CEOs are making billions. And so then people feel like that is not um, showing integrity as a business owner. So be cautious with the reasons you give so that it does not appear like you're giving excuses for why you want to raise prices. But if you know your clients well and it's a really great relationship, I don't think there's any reason on saying um, giving some reason or a general reason about why you're raising your prices. A way that you can increase your profit margin without pissing off your clients <laughs> is to take a fresh look at your packages and your offers. Is there a way you can repackage your products or services so that the pricing is not a direct apples to apples comparison to what you were offering previously. So I'm gonna give an example of my moment in the grocery store when I was buying a certain bag of chips and it's the same bag we buy all the time. I got it and just stood there in the aisle and was wondering why is no one else seem annoyed? because the bag was smaller than usual, visibly, visibly smaller, and the price was double. I felt like they thought I wouldn't notice or something, and so it was one thing to have a higher price for the same exact product, but it was another thing to have a smaller bag. I would have been happy if it were a bigger bag and it was more money, because I, felt I would feel like at least I'm getting more of the product and I don't have to buy as many. But when it was an apples to apples comparison, this is exactly the same thing inside that I used to buy, but now there's less and it's more money, is really frustrating. And you know what? Out of principle, I put them back and I didn't buy them and I bought something else. So we don't want your customers doing that. What I suggest is finding a way to repackage or bundle products that you already have or services or sell them in a different format or a different combination so that they are actually getting something different for a different price. Ideally, this would be a wonderful time if you are someone that kind of threw your offers together when you were first starting out and you haven't really ever taken a fresh look at your offers. This would be a great time to optimize your offers, figure out exactly what part of the process you don't need anymore or what you need to add to really make it a more transformational experience for your customers. This would be the time to do that because then when you launch your new product or your new offer suite, it will be something better for your audience, not just raising prices on what they're already paying for and they're used to paying, but it's actually offering something better. And so at that time, you can figure in your profit margin when you're creating your new offers. We do have that training module in the impact business circle or we could work on it one-on-one -on -one, where we actually align your offers and purposely put different things in your offers that make sense strategically versus just throwing them out there. On the flip side of creating a new product that's actually a better fit for your audience, I think it's a good time to get rid of any underperforming offers or products that don't really serve a strategic purpose in your business. I see a lot of women create an offer, create an opt-in, or create a small offer, or, or some random offer that doesn't really even fit with the alignment of their services, but they thought maybe that'll be passive income, or maybe I'll sell a couple here and there, and it doesn't really make sense. Those 
are extra. They're confusing to your audience oftentimes, and they're going to cause you time and energy to still be offering that versus just getting rid of it. Last month, a client and I worked through an offer she was planning, and it sounded great on paper, but when I asked her what type of person was going to buy this offer, who she was picturing, she realized that that person did not match the client type that she was hoping to attract in order to offer them her higher level package. The higher level offer is, was the ultimate goal of having someone buy this and then move through to get to the higher level, but we realized that offer was not going to be attracting that client. So that offer would have ended up kind of being a dead-end product and not being worth the time and energy. So just look, and if you do have some underperforming offers or products, take a look and say, what would happen if I didn't offer that? Would I have any ideal clients that really rely on that product that would be disappointed? Or would no one really notice that I take that away and it wouldn't really affect your other offers or your sales? Then it might be time to get rid of that. When you are looking at adjusting your offers or changing your prices, I want you to be cautious that you don't start charging for something that they used to get included in their price or they used to get it for free unless you have a very strategic reason as to why. You've probably been to a restaurant that offered something for free with your side dish and then all of a sudden they started charging for it. And the first instinct is you get upset or you get mad like, well, I used to be getting that for free and now you're charging me. It'd be like if my stylist suddenly started adding a fee to wash my hair before she cuts it. It's something she's done for years as part of my service and it's something she has to do for the service to be successful. I would be super annoyed if she offered me an upsell shampoo treatment that would help dried out hair from too many days at the beach or something. I may go for that because then it's my choice and it's actually an upsell, but it's a higher level service that I'm receiving, but I can choose that. So look for ways to do things like that versus just saying, well, I'm going to start charging for sour cream or I'm going to start charging for things that we normally people are used to getting included in their payment. So just be cautious as you're adjusting things. We're trying to add value, not to take away value. So that being said, just make sure that anything you're adding to these packages, or if you add a bonus, let's say um, you are raising the price for your services, but you're adding an additional mini service that comes with it. That's another great way to raise prices because the consumer is actually getting more value with the raised payment. But make sure it isn't something that's just going to eat up the difference in profit that you raise the prices to receive. It's a bonus if it increases the transformation or outcome, obviously, but it's a negative if it just eats up that difference in price. So you're not really gaining any new profit margin. So if you are adding value, just be strategic and make sure that it makes sense with the increased price. If you are in an industry where your customers are suffering with higher grocery costs and gas costs and they have less expendable income, and that's not everybody's audience, but if that happens to be yours, it might be smart to create a smaller first step product. Uh, let's use a masseuse as an example. If the lowest cost product that they can purchase from you is a 45 minute massage at $200, that might be too big of a jump, but if you offered a just a neck massage 
for $50 or a hand massage for $30, you might get people to come in to have the experience in a smaller bite. It might attract new people to give you a try on a smaller commitment level, but it also may give your clients an opportunity to come in more often. Maybe that 50-minute session is just a little too expensive for them given, given their current expenses at home, but they may come in every other week to get that neck massage or to get the hand massage if they are someone that work with their hands. They may not just say, well, I just can't afford massages anymore. They might be able to still come see you. And then I think it's another great way for people who are a little cautious with starting something new with a new provider that they could try you out in a smaller taste before jumping into the bigger service. This could also be a group program. This could be trial sizes, maybe half sessions, maybe an audio file versus a full video or taking a snippet of some part of your program and having it in just bites that people can try versus having the whole program. So something to consider and brainstorm a little if you don't have smaller first step products. Okay, we've got just a couple more. So hang on, keep working through your sheet. So the next one is to focus on services that are unique and hard to find elsewhere. So if you need to raise your price and you just wanna raise it on one of your products or offerings, Consider picking the one that is harder to find in your area or is more a more unique service. Those can warrant a higher price due to specialized skills that you offer and you'll get less pushback. If people love what you deliver and can't find it elsewhere, they'll be happy to pay the price because they just want to keep you and they want to be able to keep getting this unique product or service. So if you have something unique that makes you different than your competition, then consider raising the prices on that product. And I know a lot of you right now you're thinking, well, I don't know if what I offer is even that unique, but you are selling yourself short because I know this audience and many of your businesses intimately, and I can say that you are highly talented, skilled, and you have the ability, or you already are, offering a superior product or service. So pick the, the one that you feel is really your superior offer and raise the price on that one. Last one is to create more ways to pay. So when money is tight, Often people are looking for payment plans for a larger package or a long-term service or maybe even a subscription payment for their dog food if it means they're going to be saving a little and they know they're going to be buying dog food every single month. They might be more willing to pay ahead, but I would look for some different creative options for how your customers can pay for your products and services. Maybe expand what cards and payment methods you accept so it's easier for someone to pay in a way that works for them. The bottom line, you guys, is to do what feels right for you and your customers. I'm not telling you any of these are the right fit for you necessarily. That's up to you to decide. But whatever you pick, and, and please just pick one or two. Don't, please don't do all of these. You're going to overwhelm your, your customers. I would pick one. Come up with your strategy, actually put the strategy on paper, get some feedback from your coach or a mentor or someone who is in your industry, and then make your decision. Stick with it and move forward and be confident in that decision. 
Do not give excuses and downplay it and end up giving people coupons anyway. Stick with it. You need to stay in business in order to provide these products and services for your customers, okay? If you need help or you need me to nudge you or hold you accountable, I am here for that and I'm happy to do that. Again, if you've missed the pricing sheet, you can find it at womensbusinessworkshop.com slash WBW podcast and sign up for the email list and it will end up in your inbox. Okay, guys, I know that was a lot and that was probably pretty overwhelming. That's one of the longest solo episodes I think I've done, but hopefully you got some ideas from it and have a better idea on how to raise your prices. If you need the actual wording on how do I actually tell my customers, that's something we can work on together as well. Okay, guys, that's all for me today. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you hear about the next episode and give us a rating if you enjoyed this episode. All right, guys, go get back to work.